I'm Yamilka Rodriguez, and this is the Brand Therapist Podcast, where we come together and deep dive into the psychology of branding. We live in a new era that asks us to step up and show our individuality, learn what makes us unique and different in this world. Let's open the door to possibilities so you can win in business, life, and relationships, because everything starts with you. Hello, and welcome to the Brand Therapist Podcast. We are so excited about our guest today, Dr. Christine Morris. Now, I'm going to read her bio really quickly, and then I will introduce her. Dr. Christine Morris is the owner and principal consultant of Genesis Consulting Services, LLC. She, a performance improvement strategist, global facilitator, learning and development, and DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion practitioner, as a transformational leader, she has over 18 years of experience in identifying performance improvement solutions with corporate, nonprofit, and private government organizations. Dr. Morris stands out in her unique ability to establish trust, build strong foundation, working relationships with clients, and skilled effectively identifying growth and learning opportunities, as well as building customizable and measurable solutions that exceed organizational objectives that work best for each client to improve employee performance and development. Most recently, Dr. Morris serves as a researcher working in collaboration with the Minnesota Department of Human Services, where her role is to conduct situation analysis, identify opportunities to equitable resources programs and development implementation strategies through her behavioral health vision. So welcome, welcome, Dr. Christine Morris. How are you today? I am great. How are you? And thank you for the introduction. It's always weird to have someone read your bio and you're just sitting here smiling, right? (laughs) (laughs) I know. I know that experience is always, I'm like, sometimes I'm like, okay, I got to tweak that bio a little bit here. Right. I'm like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's part of the fun. Now, before we get started on some of the fun questions, I wanted to ask you, tell us in your own words about what you do today. I help people and organizations do their best work and be their best selves. So as you think about performance improvement, it is about improving uh, performance solutions. It's making sure that the organization and their bottom line is fully realized. After all that jargon, I just want people to feel confident about the work that they do and do it well. And when they do that work well, the organization thrives. When the organization thrives, they are a competitive advantage in their market. And so if we can arm employees and people and organizations with the skills and the tools and the best practices for them to be successful, then the rest is easy. So that's what I do at the core. Yes. Yes, I love it. Thank you so much. Okay, now what I'd love to do, and I tell everybody this, this wouldn't be a brand therapist podcast if we didn't talk about childhood. Tell me a story about how, or a story of your childhood and how it connects to what you do today? I would say gymnastics. I am a gymnastics fanatic through and through. And as a gymnast growing up, I had to really understand what it took to compete at a high level. 
And not only that, first of all, I'm glad that my my babies, my two daughters are gymnasts now too. So I get to live through them as well. But growing up as a gymnast and really trying to understand and celebrate, number one, who I am as a person, as a Black woman, understanding how my body moves, making sure that I understood how beautiful I was. And in addition to that, it was really about understanding the pitfalls that you can fall into as a gymnast. It is learning how to get back up, dust your shoulders off, dust everything off, right? And continue to persevere and continue to move forward despite not having the best score, despite having a growth spurt and all of a sudden my my bones and my legs and my body looks a little different on the apparatuses. And so being able to take the skills of tenacity, of grit, of perseverance, of encouragement and confidence and motivation into my life now, I think has been so valuable. And it's a tool that I use personally, professionally, but it's also something that I try to teach our girls to have those tools and best practices as they now are gymnasts. Oh, I love that. I did a little bit of gymnastics gymnastics when um, I was little, just a little bit, enough to be dangerous, I guess I would say. But I would see those girls on those, like you said, apparatuses, and I would be like, whoa, they have some skill. That is, you know, something for sure. That is really interesting how you kind of use that to what you do today. And there's so much more than what you just said, right? There's like that flexibility of connecting with different people and helping other people kind of feel comfortable in their own shoes and all that stuff. It totally connects, I would say, even directly with that metaphor of gymnastics. Absolutely. It is critical. That's beautiful. So I'd like to move on to, you did a bit of a quiz here and you came out as a magician, which doesn't surprise me (laughs) at all. Okay. I'm going to read it to you because I want you to tell me if it's on track. A magician sees the world as systems and is attracted to things that help them change, transform, and heal. The motivation is change. The need is to transform. The fear is being undervalued. And the behavior is inquires about the world around them, sees the world as systems, and achieves unbelievable feats. How do you think that resonates with you? It is absolutely true, right? We talk about, I want to help. I want to be impactful in a way that helps people thrive. And so when I read that, I went, oh my goodness, you know, you take these tests and you're like, okay, is this, you know, it's a point in time assessment and do they really measure up to who you think you are in this moment? And so understanding the evolution of me and the evolution of the work that I do and and where I am right now, I think it is absolutely spot on. Yeah, I love it. Actually, it never really gives me inaccurate information. And I love it because it's all based on psychology. All the questions I'm asking you are very specific to your drivers, to your human behaviors. That's why in two questions, we can get so much information. So I have five value words that belong to this particular archetype, the magician. And I want you to give me your definition of it. So what is adaptive to you? Being flexible to the moment, it is adapting to the environment so that you can thrive. Being adaptive 
means so much more now because I'm not adapting for assimilation, but I'm adapting to a situational environment that still lends itself to making sure that I'm authentic. I love that. Yes. We're not assimilating anymore, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're done. Let me ask you the second one, which I'm sure it's connected to this, insightful. Oh, boy. Insightful. I would say for me, it is being able to listen, to provide examples and direction. But it, it all is about listening actively, because I think that that's the art of being insightful. It's not just having an idea, but it really is listening to what's around me, what my environment is saying, what my body is feeling, what my my brain is doing, what what is my lived experience telling me about something that lends itself to that insightfulness. Oh, how beautiful. Now, persuasive. Influential and impactful, but in a way that helps the, the user, that helps the person, right? I'm going to help persuade them because this is beneficial for them to help them do their best work, to help me be the best person I can be, right? So that would be persuasive. Great. And magnetic. You are giving me some really hard (laughs) words. I know, because you have a very particular archetype that loves these challenges. I would view magnetic as the ability to be connected to my passions, to the work, to be convicted to something greater than myself. Well, that is beautifully said. Okay. So now moving on to the next question, how would you define your personal brand? I would define it as authentic and impactful. And it used to be influential. It used to be authentic and influential. But I realized that the work that I do I want to be far beyond influential. I want to see impact. I want to make sure that there are tangible outcomes to people. And whether that's me leading a community service organization or me in a corporate or nonprofit or government work, it is how is the environment better off than when I left it? So I don't want to influence, you know, and I want to be influential. I want to inspire, but moving beyond that, I want to see that there is good that happens from my presence being a part of whatever that change is or initiative is. We thank our sponsor, BespokeBranding.io. Tailored branding to reach your ideal client. Gain a deeper level of understanding to empower your brand and purpose and rule the market. We know what it's like to journey from a place of feeling overwhelmed and undervalued to being powerful, understood, and authentic. Your brand identity allows you to live your purpose. The Brand Therapist has 20 years of branding and design experience, has transformed billion-dollar brands, and has eight-plus years of guiding women entrepreneurs to realize their potential. I invite you to take the brand quiz and you can find it at www.bespokebranding.io. We always talk about a fame story, you know, always have people ask or have questions about this, but what is your particular fame story and how does fame connect to impact 
in, you know, what you want to do that is bigger than yourself. What is that story or what is the story that you would love to have in that space? I thought about this and really trying to understand who I am. And, and what I'll say is this first, I am a person who is always evolving. That's your archetype. Yes, right? <laughs> I wouldn't be in this line of work if I didn't believe in continuous learning and, and not only learning what I do, but also learning who Kristen is. Yamilka, I am a girl from Chicago who grew up on the South Side, who knew that I wanted to help people do their best work. I wanted to help people be better. I wanted to help people thrive. I thought I wanted to be a doctor. Well, you are a doctor. <laughs> well, that's right. That's right. Of medicine, right? And so <laughs> as I think about where I am now, it is really, okay, well, high school, college, organic chemistry reminded me that maybe I will switch my, my major, right, from medicine to, <laughs> to something else. But it really is about the adversity of how I've come to be where I am. And so I have used my upbringing, this girl from the South Side of Chicago who went to college, who had a baby at 19, who wanted to do more, who continued to push herself to battling imposter syndrome, to say, I am here. I am in this place because I am uniquely positioned to do so and to be here. And so when I think about my fame story, it's still in the process of being formulated. I know who I am at my core. I know my values. I know what I will stand for and what I won't. But I use my background as a catalyst for good, good or bad. The situations that I've been through, the adversity that I've faced as a young mother, but I use all of that to impact, be impactful to community, to be impactful to the work that I do. And after all is said and done, I want people to answer, did you see change? Are you better? Right? Exactly. I love it. Let me ask you this. What is your greatest fear? My greatest fear has morphed over time. And it used to be that I was a I was fearful of failure, partly because you know, you have this child, you're 19, you're trying to get it to stay in college, you're trying to do all of the things, you have all of these statistics standing on your shoulders. And so my fear of failure was so great that every time I made progress, I felt like an imposter. And that fear turned into imposter syndrome. And so for me, it has been really moving beyond and understanding. Like a good friend of mine told me, I am uniquely positioned to do what I'm doing. And so every moment, every success has been me saying, I'm uniquely positioned to do this work. I am uniquely positioned to be out in the world to be impactful for organizations and community. And so I have had to work through it because it never goes away. But you realize that you quiet that voice. Yeah, or you're more aware of it, right? Everything that I've learned about psychology talks about how when we bring awareness into our life, that's when things start shifting. It's like, oh, I wasn't looking at that that way or... I'm now realizing this. And that 
is when change happens. Right. Because it doesn't go away, right? But you learn the skills to navigate and move beyond it, right? And tamp it down. Yeah, exactly. So let me ask you, what are your three life lessons or lessons in general that you want to leave for this audience? I would say the first one would be to give yourself grace. We are always learning. I am always learning. I am not perfect. However, grace allows me the space to learn and grow and to figure out how I can do better, right? And I think the second one is pour into yourself. So you give yourself grace. How do you continue to make sure that you continue to grow and learn? You have to pour into yourself. You got to give yourself a break. You have to make sure that you are taking care of yourself both personally. It's great for your mental health and physically. And for me, pouring into myself looks like me connecting with your people. So find your people because it is very difficult out here sometimes as an entrepreneur. And it's difficult as a Black woman entrepreneur. And so the fact that I have found my people that can pour into me, that can also help me give myself grace, I feel like that's the trifecta of if there was a name for it, but a trifecta of happiness, it is trifecta of success. And it's something that I have consistently been able to do those three things, give myself grace, pour into myself, find my people that have allowed me to get where I am today. And it not only allows for me to get to where I am today, but it helps me on my evolution because my people keep me honest. And my people keep me in a place of living authentically. And so they don't let me get ahead of myself or else they'll tell me, right? (laughs) And your people can be your friends. For me, it's my sister friends. It's my husband. It's my babies, right? We have two older boys too. And so they keep me honest. They are brutally honest, which is fine, (laughs) right? But that helps. So find your people. Oh, I love that. So let me ask you this. Where do you see yourself in like five, even 10 years from now? Where do you see yourself going? I would say that I, number one, want to retire my husband. He works so hard, right? And so I want for him to live out his passions. He is has so much dreaming. And so I want to be able to help. I want to be a catalyst for that. But I also see myself helping other women-owned businesses in the Twin Cities, Right now, I have the great fortune through many contracts to have independent contractors who are also women-owned businesses. I want to do more of that. And so I really want to be seen as an economic engine for sustainable change, for impactful change, but also for our women-owned businesses to thrive with my organization and the work that we do and to believe in that. And so you know, that's where I see, but the first thing is 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 making sure that I uh, retire my husband. <laughs> oh, I love that. My husband would love it if I retired him. Yes. He's like, come on, let's do it. Yeah. And I see more and more women doing it. I mean, it's kind of like a thing now to retire your husband, which I love how, you know, that's your primary goal. I love it. Now, let me ask you, where can people find you? Where do you like to hang out on social? You know, we live in a world of social now. And everybody likes to hang out in different places. So what are yours? And can you tell the audience where that is? 
Sure. Well, first, you can go to my website, which is www.genesiscs.org. And so there you'll find a whole host of, of information about how to contact me, uh, the work that we've been doing. But if you want to have some real-time conversations, I'm on LinkedIn. And you can follow our page, Genesis Consulting Services, LLC. Or you can contact me on LinkedIn with my personal, Kristen Morris, EDD. That's how you can find me. Those are the mainly the two areas that I focus on. I, I feel like LinkedIn is a evolving platform, but it's one that uh, it's, it's easily accessible for uh, folks to get in contact with me. Well, I love that. I, you know, everybody has their different social media platforms. And I've heard a lot of the people, mostly that I've interviewed, that love LinkedIn. You know, LinkedIn is, like you said, it's become a very big thing and people like connecting on LinkedIn. And, and you know, it does have a more professional vibe, which for some people is important too. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Dr. Christine, for being on the Brand Therapist Podcast. We are so grateful for your presence and we can't wait to see what comes for you in the future. Well, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to have this opportunity to talk and connect with you. I think that's been, it's been a great opportunity. So thank you so much. Thank you. And thank you everybody for listening to the Brand Therapist Podcast. And I'll see you on the next one. Thank you for listening to The Brand Therapist. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on your favorite pod player. If you would like to connect on social, you can find me at Yamoka Rodriguez Branding or BespokeBranding.io. And if you would like to do the brand character quiz, go to BespokeBranding.io and click on Brand Quiz. Or you can email me at yamilka at yamilka.com. Thanks for listening and I'll catch you on the next episode.